Research news and tools all around open innovation. Hands and advice to the point from Omind for you. Hi, I'm Sophie and I help you get an open mindset for innovation and digitalization. Hello and welcome back to Open Up to Innovate. Today we will do as we promised again, of course. We're going to put theory into practice and this time with a yeah, very theoretical paper. The name of this paper is The Role of Digital Technologies in Open Innovation Processes, an Explanatory Multiple Case Study Analysis. And this was written by Andrea Urbinati, Davice Aroni, Vittorio Cesa and Federico Frattini from 2018. I really hope I said these names right. The overall question that was risen was what a company needs to do in order to implement the digital technologies in an open innovation process. And I promise you I'm going to make this whole content a little bit easier to digest than the title. But before we can go to the fun part and look at the practical examples on how organizations used digital tools, you should probably know first what kind of tools one needs to enable open innovation. To be exact, there are six I'm going to tell you about. There's big data, Internet of Things, information and knowledge management systems, cloud computing, product lifecycle management systems, and system of rapid prototyping, SORP. Let's start with the first one. Of course, it's quite easy, big data. It's basically just a huge amount of data that can't be handled in, uh, with in a, let's say, normal way. The correct amount of bytes depends on the size of the company. If you have a small startup, big data can already be up to, let's say, 10 terabyte. For bigger companies like Porsche, for example, big data is an amount of about 100 to 1000 terabytes. In order to handle big data, one needs analytical skills to extract value from this massive amount of data. Internet of Things, IoT. That is uh, the technology that sort of connects things via the internet. Practical examples are smart homes or wearables, because they exchange data via the internet from one object to another, for example, from your smartwatch to your computer. Now, information and knowledge management systems, short IKM. They sort of create, share, use and manage the knowledge and information of an organization. One practical example would be an e-learning platform like Moodle, for example, for all the people that study right now. The next tool would be cloud computing. Oh, the cloud. Actually, I'm kind of scared of the cloud. I'm always feeling like I do one wrong click and everybody can see my pictures. It's like in this movie sex tape. Anyways, cloud computing is, uh, to put it as simple as possible, an IT infrastructure made available via the internet. Normally, it includes data capacities, computing power, or an application software like Adobe. Um, Adobe, like Adobe Edition and um, Adobe Premiere, they save your projects also in their cloud. So if you share the account with somebody else, uh, you would be able to actually also see their project and what they're doing right now. Tool type number five is the product lifecycle management systems. Long word in short, PLM systems. These systems withhold all the information and data regarding the lifecycle of a product from concept to the trash bin or let's say recycling bin. With these systems, one can also control the process of development and enable the redistribution of workflows. So, and the last one, and my personal favorite one, 
It's uh, the system of rapid prototyping. SORP. SORP is, um, yeah, for example, a 3D printing technology. And it mainly revolves around prototype generation, test design, refining, and commercializing. It's most beneficial in the product development phase, and you can, for example, simultaneously develop several versions of the same product and speed up the product offering. So, but to really understand the significance of these different tools, you must understand that only combined and used simultaneously, they give the organization additional advantages in the open innovation processes. For example, a proper cloud infrastructure must be installed in order to deal with big data. That means you need good working computers and lots of storage in order to even benefit of the use of other digital technologies. Two other tools working very well together when it comes to product development is the system of rapid prototyping, yes I still call it SOAP, and product lifecycle system, so PLM, because SOAP enables saving time on prototyping a product and PLM provides control over the product lifecycle of said product. But how will these tools benefit the companies regarding open innovation in particular? On the organizational level, it helps in reorganizing the research and development units and data capacities and time management, for example. They need to restructure their way of financing digital investment, implement routine way ways for innovation activities and standardize technologies features. But let's move on to the process of open innovation. There are three phases that a company needs to go through to enable open innovation. I will include a little example just to make it more approachable. First, there comes the generating of an idea. Let's say a nurse droid. Yes, I like the Mandalorian. <laughs> then there's the development phase. Um, well, where the droid needs to be made, developed, optimized. And then the last phase would be the commercialization of it. So bringing it to the people, the hospitals, the children, the baby Yodas. The mentioned tools now need to be used, tailored to the phase you find yourself in. You can only really understand it, or for me, it really helped to understand it by looking at proper examples. So I took two examples out of the paper. One of them described a hospital. More and more private hospitals invest in digital technology to monitor the patient's diagnostic therapeutic pathway via electronic, uh, electronic medical records. A hospital put together a group of 20 to 25 people, including doctors and nurses. This so-called task force was supposed to work with the new digital tools to accelerate the elaboration of information on their patients instead of using the traditional clinical records on paper. In detail, they used big data and cloud computing, where they saved and analyzed the information on their clients. In the end, they reduced the time on elaborating clinical records from three to four weeks to four days from the patient's discharge. On the open innovation process, let's say the timeline, the technologies were used within the commercialization, commercialization phase. It's a very hard word. <laughs> so they were already using it on customers, their patients. The second example, which I found very helpful, was of a company that tries to establish a unit called Digital Direction Unit that responds directly to the CEO. Before this unit, uh, they used site management, uh, site management, apps, social media, etc., which help different units to communicate. 
First, they plan to make a unit that reorganized and put together all these different platforms linked to, the, to digital technologies. In this idea-generating phase, they mainly use information and knowledge management systems. By initiating this unit, the company was following two main goals. They wanted to digitalize the managed marketing and commercialization in order to get to the final customers and they wanted to put the digitalization of sales processes in the hands of salespeople. The next step to achieve these goals was to overcome the technological and digital gap. We now arrived at the development phase, where they integrated uh, graduate programs uh, for internal offices and employees, and of course, digital training courses, because the implementation of digital technologies and the initiatives require experts in the field, so they needed to be found as well. The technological transformation of the past years actually forces companies to adapt their research and development units. They now have to adapt their innovation activities. In particular, they do so by standardizing te technological features to rethink their planned budget for digital investment and, as we already reflected on, developing new and formalized procedures for innovation activities. Now, to summarize the findings of Andrea and all the others, um, there are certain steps a company needs to go through to enable open innovation and to really use it to their advantage. For optimizing your digital processes, it is advisable to form a unit that will be combining the different tools tailored to your organization's needs and where it stands in your IE um, processes whether it is on the stage of idea creating, developing or commercialization. The optimized tools can be implemented in the different departments which need to work with these tools again. To involve the employees in this transformation process will require workshops and definitely time. But as the case study showed, it will be worth it because in the end it will save costs and time and employees will be technological wise picked up appropriately. And that is where I will come to an end. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you like this podcast, feel free to give us a little bit of feedback and maybe a subscription and a like. Yeah. And other than that, I have nothing more to say then. I am already excited for the next episode and hopefully we'll... I don't know, I even think we can say see, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll hear each other or you will tune in for our next episode. And until then, I wish you a nice day, evening, night, in whatever time zone you are in right now. And bye-bye. Open Up to Innovate is a podcast by Omind Consulting, the consulting company that empowers for open innovations and helps to create an open mindset.